Okay, so all the time mitzvahs. That's um, the next two mitzvahs. Your base and gimel are part of the are the same concept, the same principle. We learn about together. The Rambam brings two mitzvahs of tefillin, of tefillin shalosh and tefillin shaliyad as two separate mitzvahs, and that's what he brings as the the chiyuv mitzvah base is why he brings it in that order I don't know the other way around. every single time the Torah brings the mitzvah of the Torah always brings the mitzvah of first I mean that's Tzalach as well that a person will to put on the Shaliyad before the Shalosh and if that's the case the Torah in the mitzvah if you're going to bring the mitzvah of the and you're going to count them as two mitzvahs the passions would have been to bring the mitzvah of Shalosh first or second and the mitzvah of Shalosh first like I said the Raman brings it up the other way around and I didn't see any of the Mufashim who asked the question why he did that. But first, Ram wants to explain himself. And that is, the mitzvah Yadalad is going to be the mitzvah of tzitzis. And Ram has a question on himself. And that is, the mitzvah of tzitzis is really putting tzitzis on all four corners of your clothing. So why is it one mitzvah? Why isn't it four mitzvahs? And if you're going to say, because altogether it makes up the mitzvah of tzitzis. I, have, I need to have the tzitzis on all four corners of my bag to be able to the mitzvah. So I split in two mitzvahs. Then it should be one mitzvah as well. Because to do the mitzvah properly, I need the shalyad and the shorosh. Sarah asks on himself, why did I call tzitzis one mitzvah? And I called tefillin two mitzvahs. And the Rambam Nishitase explains his certain how he counts mitzvahs. And that is, is each one a, sep- a mitzvah you can do on its own? Is each one a mitzvah you can do on its own? So therefore, I would come to the, ask the Rambam a question. I have a four-cornered baggage. I only have eight strings. So what should I do? Should I put the strings in one corner? At least I've got one of the four corners. And also, there's no point in that. Maybe being over the tegra. You doing, don't do anything. Whereas if I would come to the Rambam and ask him, I only have one base. Shall I put it on or not? I only have a shalyad, let's say. Shall I put it on or not? The halach is, yes, you do. And therefore, he says, here you see that it's not just, if it would be half a mitzvah, you never yet say with half a mitzvah. And if here there's a chiyuv, to put on even uh, one base by itself, it means it's a mitzvah. That's my... That's what I'm from the Gemara. The Gemara says that the koinim in the base of Mikdash used to only wear the twin shalosh, not the twin shalyad. And the Gemara is the reason why. The Gemara says it's a din by the Birkas Kohen, by the Big Day Kohenah, that you can't have a chatzitza between the baggage of the coin and the skin of the coin. And that's why, for example, if the coin has an injury in his arm and he has a bandage, you can't, you can't avoid it as long as there's a bandage because it's going to be a chatzitza between his body and the Big Day Kohenah. It's a Gemara in Erevin and the Kufu base. But, uh, and therefore, he couldn't wear a finish yet because it would be a chatzitza between the Kohenah and his arm. But the twin Shiroshi could wear because there was a makam, as the Gemara says, underneath where the, ha- the bass, where the hat of Kohen Gadol came to, there was a makam for the twin Shiroshi. And therefore, there wouldn't be a chatzitza to the twin Shiroshi, so there are only the twin Shiroshi and the twin Shiloshi. And therefore, you see that there's two separate mitzvahs, and a person can be making the one without the other one. That's why the Ramam calls them two mitzvahs. Okay, so that's just background to how he counts mitzvahs, why he counts them as two. Whereas when it comes to tzitzis, the only answer is one. That's also the reason why it is according to the Minag of the Ashkenazim, which is that's in the Yerushalmi. And that is that we make two brachas in Tefillin. We use two separate mitzvahs. And therefore, each means the same bracha. We have one bracha on the mitzvah of the Shaliyad, another bracha on the mitzvah of the Shalosh. And uh, since it's two separate mitzvahs, we make two separate brachas. We still say Baruch Sheh. We say Baruch Sheh because There's two days about it. So let's explain the other day. Why would we only say one bracha, which is the Shachonach Paskins? If uh, they add some two separate mitzvahs, and the answer is Pashat. If one bracha can cover two mitzvahs, so I have covered for both of them. And therefore, the Shulchan Aruch will also agree that if a person was mafsek after putting on the Shalyad, not to make another bracha on the Shalrosh. But Kama, I have in mind to be Makayim both the mitzvahs with one, with, with one bracha, so that I only have one bracha on both. And Ba'atim is most of us do that every day, 
even if you follow the Ramah, when it comes to tzitzis. Because you're wearing a bag of the Arabic confess on, on, on the whole time, then you're putting on a talis as well. So if that's something we're doing twice the midst of tzitzis. You have two, four corners of the garden we're wearing every day. And uh, most people only say one bracha. One bracha and you cover both of the same bracha. Why? You could make a bracha of al mitzvah tzitzis when you put on your tzitzis, and another bracha of resatif patalis when you put on the talis. But the minag is not to and have in mind to be yetzi both with one bracha. And it's the same idea here that the, what the Shulchan Aruch held when it comes to Tvedim. If you're kind of both with one bracha. So what, what about the house to not make a bracha like Katan if we do that first? Because the Ikkad mitzvah is the Talis Godin. First of the Kirim is the Satan. So we have in mind, you're you today with two Tzitzis too. Yes. Okay. So that's background to the Shitzis around by how we count the Mitzvahs. And now let's get to the second part and that is the to understand the to understand the significance of the mitzvah, the time mitzvah. So what's the time mitzvah for Tfilin? What's the time mitzvah for Tfilin? So unlike most mitzvahs, uh, when it comes to Tfilin, so the, we have three reasons for Tfilin, one of which is brought down by the Torah. One is brought down by the Torah, and we know that the Pasha of Tfilin comes four times in the Torah, Basha Shema, Basha Shem Shemaya, and also it comes in Pashat Kadesh and Pashat Kavayakibiyacha. Now the ones you know the best are the ones in which when it talks about it is in Kriyashma uh, and Vahim Shemaya. And then it doesn't say the reason. It just says you should do it. Mishad Ma'asana Yedecha means the top is Ben Yedecha. The reason Yeah, but it doesn't say why. What's the Oyes for? Whereas in the Pashat of Kadesh then it says clearly that the reason for Ramit Fedin is either to remember Sis Mitzrayim and in the Pashat Kadesh it says, If that's the case, we already see in the Torah itself two reasons to attend it. The one reason is it's a reminder of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. It's a reminder of Yitzhak Mitzrayim, which is why the Pashas of Kadesh and Vayik Yavich are the first two Pashas of the Tvilin, are talking about Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So you're putting that Pasha on your, on your head every day, it's meant to remind Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That's uh, one... That's one uh, and the first reason the Torah gives for Tfilin, and as Ramban famously says, on that page, the end of Bay, which is one of the many mitzvahs given to Ramban Sitzias Mitzrayim. So for Moses, we don't think about that. But Lechayra, if we want to make the mitzvah properly, putting on Tfilin is meant to Ramban Sitzias Mitzrayim. That's the first point. The second point, and this is the one which is a bit harder to understand and to remember, and that is what does the Torah mean when it says you're putting on the Tfilin, the man tier Torah Sashem Bafiko? What's the connection between the learning Torah and putting on Tfilin? And it becomes the reason. The reason you put on Tfilin is in the man so that you'll be able to learn Torah. Why does, why does uh, wearing Tfilin bring you to learning Torah? But once it is that Jephasah, then if we go to Pasha Shema, it sounds, even though the Torah hasn't said before, but the setup is the same. The Torah has just said before, which is a din to learn Torah in every situation. And the you should put on your arm and on your head. So here also, even though it doesn't say the man, that's why you're doing it, but for sure the Torah is bringing it in a continuation of the midst of Talmud Torah. The midst of Talmud Torah. So, how does it work? So, I want to share with you something I heard from the Rabbi, the Moshe Shapiro, from the Bracha, the Shem of Desla. Moshe Shapiro was a, he was a cousin of Rav Desla, and after Rav Desla's Rebbe was Nifta, he, he lived in his house with him. He used to buff his health the whole time. So there's lots of like, shmuz that he heard from Avdesla, which on print obviously he heard it uh, first person. So, so one time somebody came to Avdesla and he had a difficulty with the uh, Chazal, 
which talks about the mitzvah of tzitzis. And it says in it that, that, that in the rice a person is meant to put tchelis, he knew what tchelis was, but he's meant to put tchelis on the tzitzis. And the Gemara says, why are you putting tchelis on the tzitzis? And the Gemara says, because tchelis is blue, it's the color of the sea. And the sea, so the person sees a blue, he'll remember the sea, he'll remember the sky, he'll remember the kids and therefore, you see Tchelis, you think it's Yaakov. So it's very similar to Destiny. So you know, it never happened to him. He never saw a color blue and made him think of Kissing Yaakov. It's not a Destiny answer. But Destiny told him, you know, there's a similar halacha in Shulchan Aruch. The halacha is that a person is not allowed to dive in Shmona Esrei uh, facing the big dates of Anim Shulisha. If a lady has a certain colored uh, dress or colored coat, whatever it is, and it's hanging up in front of him, you can't damage Mareshre in front of her clothing. And then the halacha says, why? Because if you, it's not the standard dress, it's something unique to that lady's her dress. And if you see her dress, I'll think about her. And it's going to interrupt his thoughts in Mareshre. So Rabdesla asked the man, Do you does the halacha make sense to you? He said, yeah, that he can understand. You see the dress, you remember the lady, it's going to distinguish Mareshre. So Rabdesla says, you it's exactly the same halacha. So what's the difference between the two? So he said, he said it like this. He said, no one's going to come to the Kisya covered by seeing, by seeing the Tcheles, the, the just like no one's going to come to think about the lady by seeing the dress. It's the other way around. If you're already thinking about something, then what you see triggers, r- reminds you, triggers that thought. You know, the, the seeing them isn't going to bring you to that thought, but if you're thinking about it anyway, so then seeing it, what you see will trigger that in your mind. And therefore he says, Allah is, if you don't know who the lady is, you just see a striped green and yellow dress, you have no idea who it belongs to, you don't have a problem, darling, it doesn't remind you of anybody. But if you know the person and you have a problem, you might be thinking about her, then seeing her clothing is going to bring that thought back. That's the problem. And he says, therefore, when it says that the trellis is meant to remind you of the kiss they are covered, he said, we're not talking about someone who never thought about the kiss they are covered before. Right? A person is thinking kiss they are covered, he's thinking about Hashem, so then it's a trigger, it will remind him. And he says, therefore, it's a you remember. You'll remember. It's not that you'll think about it for the first time, but rather it'll, it'll bring back something. So that's the Yisoyed Rav Desna. And that's the Yisoyed not just for this particular question, but it's the Yisoyed for what all the, Torah, all the mitzvahs in the Torah which are meant to be reminders. The mitzvahs in the Torah which are meant to be reminders aren't meant to mechadish something. That this is the first time you're going to see it and it'll make you think of something you never thought of before. It's a reminder, which means it's bringing back into focus something which you're meant to be thinking about anyway. And if that's the case, so when we say that the tefillin are meant to be one of those mitzvahs which are called ages, reminders, it's meant to be what a person's taking on anyway, so seeing the tefillin the whole time reminds them of it. Seeing the tefillin the whole time reminds them of it, and if that's the case, if the, if the Torah, if wearing divrei Torah, that's the word, first the Torah, are meant to be a reminder for a person, it means anyway he's thinking about the Torah, and then seeing uh, the tefillin is the reminder which makes the person refocus on the Torah. And that's the man Tia Teres Hashem Beficha. If I'm holding by a Torah, like the Apostle just said before, and any time you're home, you're walking, you're going up, you're going, you're always talking Torah, then when you see the Tfilin, it'll remind you of the Torah. Because it's not something it has to create the awareness for, it's something which anyway I'm thinking. It's just the reminder. And seeing the Tfilin, the pages of the Torah, it reminds me of the Torah. And that's why it says, putting on Tfilin is the man Tia Teres Hashem Beficha. It's not that it's going to create a connection to Torah. It's going to bring back that remem- it's, it's going to bring to the forefront of a person's mind that remem- that memory of the the, the, the the reminder to the Torah is meant to be thinking anyway. 
Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, Lechayra, that's talking more about the Tfilin Shal Rosh. Because that's what a person sees. So the person sees the Tfilin Shal Rosh, and therefore we want to say, what's going to be the reminder that a person sees? And it's going to uh, trigger his memory. It's like the Tfilin Shal Rosh. Oh, so we're going to talk. So where's the you saying of this? Explain a bit more. So where's the motzuk of the twin shaliyat? How the dafka the twin shaliyat? Like the pasuk says that it's 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 meant to be the gemara the halacha says it's meant to be covered. We only wrap it covered. So then, it's, how's it acting as a reminder? If it's not something somebody sees, it's not something, not something somebody sees. It's the that a person sees, which have an influence on it. And where do we see that? Chazal. It's also gemara. And the pasuk it says, and all the goyim will see that Hashem's name is on you. So the Gemara says, that where, where the goyim going to see Hashem, Hashem on a person that Kilo, that Yisrael have that that extra element of they're holding Hashem, Hashem, but between for the same reason that's what a person sees. You can't that finishly I just covered, so you can't see that, but you can see the finish rush. And that's going to bring us to the third out of the four reasons we have for tefillin. This tefillin is like a chazal called a crown. Pe'erchah is a tefillin. And it's a symbol that a person that there's a connection between him and Hashem. And he wear it as a crown. That's a tefillin in our heads. And the good is when the goyim see it, they get scared. They're going to be afraid of you. There's a famous story which is well known. At one time, the Vilnagon uh, was was liable to some false charge, and uh, they want so the non-Jewish judges in Vilna wanted to bring him to court, whatever they claimed he was doing he had done wrong. So at the beginning, obviously, Tamidu wanted to try and convince the judge to let him off. It wasn't the case. No, they they held it. Yeah, there was evidence against him, so they demanded he come to court. No choice. So they brought the Vilna going to court. So the Vilna going could do used to wait Tamidu to all day. So he walks into the court and the judge looks at him. And uh, he says, "I'm sorry for being for disturbing you. you, you you're innocent. You can't be someone like so, so spiritual. Sorry, you had anything wrong you're on the spot. He, he let him off. So they asked him. They asked the gun afterwards. Like, what did the judge see? It's like he had a whole case against you, and he just looks at you, and he was, it's the end of the case. So he says, that's unfortunate. The Gemara. It says that when the goyim see the tefillin shabarosh, they're afraid of you. So they have to see the tefillin, and it gets scared." So, as the said, but Rebbeinu, we were also wearing tefillin. It didn't make any difference to him. Right? It's not like a natural thing a person wears tefillin. Then we made it cause everyone else to be af- they're going to be afraid. So what's the difference between your tefillin and our tefillin? We also have kosher tefillin. So I'll tell the Vilna Gaon's answer, but it's a yisoid. And it's a yisoid which I'm going to first bring you two more eyes to so understand the Vilna Gaon's There's a pasuk in Tehillim, we say it's in the Shri Shri of Mandi. And the pasuk is talking about when Yishalayim was built, Kassanish was built. So it was a top-notch tourist attraction. Everybody wanted to see the Vesa Mikdash. Not just travelers, but even foreign dignitaries, kings, they wanted to see the Vesa Mikdash. It says, the, the kings met. They came together to visit the Vesa Mikdash. And what happened? They saw the Vesa Mikdash. Were they impressed? Uh, that's an understatement. They saw, came to Mo, they were amazed. But then, they were shocked. They were trembling. They were overcome by fear. What happened? What happened? They saw the base of Mikdash. No one was trying to punish them. Nobody had anything against them. They were just visitors and they were watching and they were overcome by fear. What happened to them? Why were they so scared? 
say impressed I understand say amazed I understand but what was the fear? so that's one that's one example another example we have with this we say Nagada we say HaKadosh Baruch HaTzok Tzayser HaMitzrayim V'yad Chazaka V'zirin Atuya V'moyra Gadol V'moyra Gadol is with great fear and the Baal HaGadol explains what was the great fear? Zogil Yishchina Zogil Yishchina what does that mean? what it means is that there's a principle over here and that is when somebody uh, senses someone senses that there's something much more powerful than them they're naturally okay even if it's not something which is necessarily uh, attacking me but I feel myself unable to stand up to something which is much stronger than I it's a, even in a physical sense it's a natural source of fear so a person sees something that's stronger than them then even if it's right now they aren't threatened by it but it causes fear right then, and if that's true for a physical thing whatever the physical thing might be then Kalvachem a person senses the Shechina which is something which is much stronger than a person the result is to be afraid I don't feel confident I don't feel I'm, that I'm in control I feel there's something much stronger than me which I, which I feel intimidated from I feel I'm overawed by and that's happened in Mitzrayim. When there was a Muslim of HaKadosh Baruch coming to Mitzrayim, so the Mitzrayim felt, even though they didn't know what it was, there was something which is w- stronger than us. And it made it, the result was Moira Gadol. And so something about the Vesem Mikdash. What the Goyish king saw in the Vesem Mikdash wasn't that they were being attacked, but they felt that there was a presence of something much greater, which was the Shechin, the Vesem Mikdash. And the result, they felt fear. And it's always like that. When, just like when a person sometimes meets, a, meets one of the G'dayli Adar, you feel scared. Of what? He's not going to hurt you. He's not going to do anything to you. Maybe we'll say, boy, and let you go. What, what, what are you scared of? But it's the same feeling of something greater than me that it's, in comparison I feel, I feel insignificant. I feel much smaller. And that's the same thing by the Tunisha Barash. That when they see the Shechina on you, then they'll be afraid of you. And therefore, that fear is that same fear of the Shechina. If it's the Shem Hashem, which is in the best of Mikdash, the Shem Hashem, which came down to Mitzrayim, or the Shem Hashem, the Shem Hashem, which is visible in every Jew, so they're afraid of that. So now, let's go back to the, the story of the Vilna God. So, why, so Tamilim asked him, why when they saw you were they afraid, and not when they saw us? We were also Jews, we also were interested. What's the difference? So the Vilna God said it's like this. The way that a person brings that Shechina down, that it's, if it's tangible, other people can feel it, is how much he thinks he's standing in front of Hashem. How much do you feel the Shekhinah is on top of you? Because the more I feel the Shekhinah is on top of me, then the more it becomes a reality that other people can sense it. Whereas if the person himself isn't feeling the Shekhinah is on top of me, he's not living with that reality that Hashem is always on top of me, then other people aren't going to feel that either. And therefore, he says, the, the sign of the the Yerush Shemayim the Vilna God had was that the, the Shechin was always in front of him was that other people who saw him they got afraid not of him it wasn't the person who was going to harm anybody but of the Shechin which was with him why Why because what's meant to be is all the Jews are holding by that so you don't have to see somebody else for that maybe they did maybe they did but here you saw it dramatically the guy who was originally against him turned around now it's an interesting thing. I remember you learning this Vilna God and this story a long time ago. Um, 
No, so they'll f- be afraid of you. But it's actually explained. It's not the person. It's the, the shechina they sense on the person. Now, it's an interesting thing. I was... A few years ago, I was, I was talking to uh, Rebetzin Ezrachi, she was daughter of Chaim Shmulevitz. She, was, she went through with the uh, Miri Shiva. She went to Shanghai during the war. She was a little girl then. So, so she was once discussing her memories of being a little girl in Shanghai. And who, was the, who ran the Yeshiva? And it was her father, Chaim Shmulevitz, and Rechaz Kulevitz in the Mashkech. So she said to me, as little kids, we all know that every time you saw Rechaz Kulevitz, you got scared. I also have much that has to do with him because he was the, her father, and Rechaz Kulevitz, the Shiva together. So obviously they had a lot to do with each other. She said, as children, always, you see Rechaz Kulevitz, you get scared. What do you do? You're like, no, you didn't speak to them. But you look at Rechaz Kulevitz and said, in his words, was, you felt scared when you looked at him. And I thought, I remember this guy. Because Rechaz Kulevitz said about himself, was someone who always worked on feeling the Yerushalayim the whole time. He had a tangible year of Shemaim, and people could sense, even children could sense it on him. They saw him, they got scared. That's exactly this point. The Yarami Mecca. When they, when a person has that year of Shemaim with them, then Bimele, other people, they can sense it, and they, they, they feel that sense of year. But one question I wanted to come to with this. What's it going to do with the Tfilin? Why the Gemara says it's in Shabarash? Just say that, a person. The person, he's heard Yerushimayim, people will be afraid of him. What's going to do with the Tvinah? Gemara says, it's Tvinah Shabarash, that seems to be minimizing the Pasuk. The Pasuk just said, they'll see you, they'll be scared of you. What's the Tvinah going to do with it? We see from you a third aspect of the Tvinah. And that is, the Tvinah brings the person to Yerushimayim. It's the reminder always, Hashem is on top of me. It's the reminder always, Hashem is on top of me. And therefore, if a person needs that, that focus to think about I'm standing in front of Hashem. The Tefillin does that job too. And therefore what brings a person for themselves to the level of being aware of Hashem, where Hashem's presence always is the Tefillin. And we made it has the effect that this Taq is there. And that's why there's a special Dimba Tefillin. It's also Messiah Das. It's also Messiah Das. The person can't, is wearing Tefillin, you can't think about something else. You're wearing Tefillin. And that's the focus. We made it, I'm standing in front of Hashem. That's the focus of Tefillin. They ask the question, how can you have a if you have to be thinking about Tfilin, and I can't think about anything about Sazma Tfilin, so I can't have Damash I'm thinking about Shmonesre. But the answer is, that's exactly the same thing. Damash Shmonesre means I'm Oymim B'Fnei Hashem. If I'm meant to be thinking about Tfilin, I'm Oymim B'Fnei Hashem. That's exactly the same Makshava. To do other things is a problem, which is why today we aren't going to wear Tfilin the whole day because we're not going to keep that focus and therefore better done with the Tfilin. But when a person's wearing Tfilin, that's the focus. So, so far we've seen three things which a person's Tfilin shall rush. We'll still come to the Shaliyat. The Raman is the Shorosh first. But, uh, the Shorosh is meant to remind the person the three different jobs it has. Number one, it says Mitzrayim. It says the Torah. Number two, to remember the Torah itself. The Torah is Hashem B'Ficha. Number three, Yerushalayim. To remember Hashem. In Yerushalayim, there's two categories. In Yerushalayim, there's two categories? No, it's the third thing. To, to remember, I'm one standing in front of Hashem. Hashem. The other one is Moher, like... I don't have to scare other people. It's automatic. <laughs> the fact that I don't have Yerushalayim, I'm thinking for myself, then other people sense it and it scares them. That's the third thing. And there'll be a fourth thing which we're going to talk about also in the Tfilin, um, which is, which is uh, the Tfilin of Ahim Shemai. The Tfilin of Kadesh is the Tfilin of Tzir Shemiticha. The Tfilin of Ayakiviacha is the Tfilin of Sis Mitzrayim. The Tfilin of Shema is the Tfilin of Torah. That's what comes there as well. And the last one is like Vahim Shema in the fourth paragraph of Shema. Then the Tfilin comes again. 
But here it comes in a different place. Like you know, here the, the, the Pasha changes the order. It first talks about and the punishments. Then, then it says and it only changes the order of Tefillin which means the Tefillin of Muhammad Shema is a fourth, a fourth element of Tefillin. The fourth element of Tefillin, and that's the Tefillin of Sarev Einish. There's a fourth element of the Tefillin also, which the Pasha of Hashemah is coming for, and that is the balance of reward and punishment. Now, we don't have time for this time, but I'm going to introduce a topic which is fascinating. The Gemara says, just like a person who is Tefillin, the Gemara says, the Gemara Brachas of Zion, Hashem was Tefillin to Nish Bashem, Bimino of Israel, Nish Bashem, Bimino of Israel, Uzay. And the Gemara says, the one of them are the other one. What does it say in Hashem's Tfilin? And the Gemara gives four psukim. And the Gemara lines and says, just like we have four parishes in our Tfilin, so Hashem is four parishes in his Tfilin too. So, obviously, a Gemara after his explanation. What does it mean that Hashem wears Tfilin? Hashem doesn't have a head, so obviously he's not physically putting on Tfilin. And all the various aspects of what we spoke about, or the Tfilin right Hashem doesn't need to remember it's just Mitzrayim or the Torah or Yerushim it doesn't apply to him so what does it mean that Hashem wears Tfilin and then last point and this is what we'll talk about next week this is unbelievable to line up what's the connection between the four Psukim on Hashem's Tfilin and the four parishes of our Tfilin how do they connect to each other what's the in this mitzvah we find this Musuk that Kila Hashem does the mitzvah too what does it mean uh, that's more the previous maybe I'll say the Kabbalah part of the mitzvah we'll explain it a bit more next time um, how that all is included in what we do in the right